Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator of the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. Thank you very much for joining me. So we are up to the final chapter of Volume 1, The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, Volume 1, Chapter 6, The Professor. The Professor is a character close to my heart, so I do hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed writing and narrating. But let's crack on. Please do settle down, make yourselves comfortable, and enjoy The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, Volume 1, Chapter 6, The Professor. In the realm there was a kingdom. In the kingdom there was a village. In the village there was an inn. And in that inn two friends, Hobgob the goblin and Mulch the tree, told the tales of their adventures. The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch. The spires of the university towers loomed high, striking into the blue sky. Hobgob and Mulch made their way around the well-trimmed lawns of the quad, sheltering in the shade of the beautifully carved cloisters. I wonder if she'll remember our names, pondered Mulch. Now, now, we owe the professor, even if she does struggle to remember our names sometimes, replied Hobgob. Sometimes? She's never called me Mulch, and she has certainly never called you Hobgob. She taught us when she didn't have to. Not many fellows of the university would have tutored us. She did it voluntarily. We never had to ask. The professor had spent much of her time tutoring Hobgob and Mulch. Her research at the university was hugely demanding, yet she had heard word of their intelligence and hard work and had sought them out, providing a magnificent education for them both. And in all that time, she had never quite remembered their names. They passed dons who walked deep in contemplation, heads bowed, as they muttered infinitely complex theories and formulae to themselves, their gowns fluttering in the breeze. They passed laboratories, where clouds of brightly coloured smoke plumed from the windows as the whizzing and popping of experiments echoed within. They passed endless libraries, with shelves of books so high that even the bravest climbers would struggle to reach the top. Fortunately, Hobgob and Mulch were very familiar with the labyrinth of tunnels and corridors, and finally made their way up to the professor's staircase. Ancient wood creaked and groaned as they made their way up floor after floor. Eventually they reached a huge door and paused to catch their breath before pulling down on the iron chain of the bell. A clang rang out on the other side. After several moments they heard muffled curses and complaints as bolts and chains were unlocked and eventually the door began to open with a heavy creak. And there stood the professor, her long gowns flowed, their brilliant red lining shining. Her spectacles sat neatly on the end of her nose. Bark! Wonk! Enter, my dears! Please, please enter! Mulch nudged Hobgob. Told you, she bragged. The professor's rooms were vast and extremely crowded. Walls were covered with paintings of past university greats and tapestries depicting epic tales. Bookcases bulged with volumes of all shapes and sizes, and piles of carpets covered the floor. Don't procrastinate, my dears. Take comfort and rest. Your journey has been long. Thank you, Professor. Hobgob hopped over to an armchair and threw himself on, almost disappearing into the mountain of cushions. You're very kind, Professor, 
Mulch was swept into the ocean of cushions on a chaise law. We did get rather hot. It's a beautiful day. Ah, beauty, what a thing! So consuming, yet all too fleeting. The professor lifted a poker and stoked the fire in her hearth, throwing on more dry leaves. The flames grew and emitted an even greater heat. Hobgob and Mulch wiped away the sweat. Drinks? The professor offered them each a full glass. A fine vintage, I think you'll agree. This dragon's firewater has been in our cellars for many an age. Hobgob and Mulch smiled and thanked the professor, although neither of them could actually stand dragon's firewater. They looked for any nearby plant pots where they could secretly pour away some of the potent spirit. Wonk, my dear, tell me your news. Well, began Hobgob, Mulch and I have been having a good season of buddy ball so far. Ah, buddy ball, the great game, the field of heroes, the game of chess, interrupted the professor. Um, yes, we've had a good season so far, repeated Hobgob. His words drifted as the professor's eyes began to close and her head rolled to one side. She snored loudly and woke herself up. Oh, my, oh, my, my dear Bark, my dear, how is your family? She asked. Well, thank you, Professor. They send their highest regards. Ah, yes, your parents were a great help to me with my research. I have prepared an enlightening new history of the trees and could not have done it without them. The Professor paused to take a long draught of firewater. She produced a bottle from among the cushions and refilled her glass. The trees have endured the most challenging time. It is only now that our new king has introduced certain legislation for their protection, that they can look to the future with confidence. Hobgob and Mulch exchanged a glance and a smile. The professor refilled her glass again. The tale of your grandmother's heroics make for a particularly important chapter in this great history. Uh, heroics? queried Mulch. My grandmother is a lovely tree. But I have not heard of any heroics. Oh, my dear Bark, of course you have not, for she is far too modest to brag. But I agreed with your family that today you would hear about her and the amazing things that she did. That's why I called you here. Mulch sat, open-mouthed. Your grandmother was only a young sapling when the foresters arrived, bearing axes and saws, They destroyed vast swathes of the forest, causing devastation and terrorizing the trees. The great council of the trees decided that a mass migration was necessary, and thus they began to move at an imperceptible speed away from the awful destruction of the woodsmen. We talk of the great migration, said Mulch, but how was my grandmother involved? The professor smiled, refilling her glass again. Not all of the trees escaped in time, and, alas, many still fell victim to the woodsman's axe. But your grandmother stayed behind, deliberately, to help. Mulch gasped. I never knew about this. Shocked, she took a long gulp of firewater. She stayed behind and helped trees that were trapped. Working with others, they created a trail of safe passage. She worked undercover, risking everything. She had many a narrow escape. On one occasion, avoiding the axe, 
by virtue of her superb spoken wood talk, fooling a gang of foresters so that she could escape with a family of trees. Mulch, she's amazing, smiled Hobgob, taking a sip of his fire water. She is beyond amazing, my dear Wonk. She is a legend. The professor refilled her glass again. Then why have I not heard any of this before? asked Mulch. Your grandmother saved countless trees with no thought for her own survival. She risked everything and nearly lost it all. But she cares not for glory, and her memory is filled with the vision of the trees that she could not save. Her family has been her sanctuary, and she has been clear that she wanted no mention of her heroic acts. Mulch gasped again and drained the last of her firewater. Oh, my dear Bark, I am a most negligent host. The professor threw more dry fuel on the fire, causing the heat to roar even more intensely. Then she refilled Mulch's glass before refilling Hobgob's, and then her own. Your parents and I correspond with regularity, and they propose that I be the one to tell you. I hope that you do not mind. Mulch stared and took another long drink of firewater. Then she wiped a tear from her eye. Grandmother has always been there, a mighty tree for our family, but her heroic set her in a different light. I am very lucky to have her. You are indeed. Do not be surprised if she appears unwilling to speak at any length on the subject. As I said, she is haunted more by the loss of those that she could not save than by the glory of those that she did. The professor drained another glass before refilling it. Now, we must change and prepare for hall. There is a great feast tonight, and we have a guest of honour, the granddaughter of a legendary tree hero, and her dear friend, Wonk. They went to prepare for the great feast, and to celebrate Mulch's grandmother, the great tree hero. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.